to The Final Word with Jeff and Aaron. I'm Jeff. And I'm Aaron. And by the way, if you notice any sort of horrible noises in the background, it's insanely windy over here in Colorado right now. So, uh, Especially please. in Boulder. Boulder has this horrible tendency to get very windy as, you know, the wind comes sloping down the mountains into the... Yeah. yeah we, my, my drive over here from uh, Lakewood was pretty intense. I, I drive a an SUV and it's an old one at that. So it's very susceptible to being pushed by the wind. Uh, and the, the roads are already pretty narrow. Um, so it's getting, it was very difficult to stay in my lane because yeah. I was getting pushed around left and right because of the wind. Yeah. That, that was happening to me. It's fun when you start, you know, suddenly the car is, you know, bouncing around the road without you touching the steering wheel and it's, it's just fun. Yeah. Um, luckily I forgot something at home. My, my original plan was to drive straight from work, which would have naturally put me on 93 and oh my God goodness i bet you i would have flown right off the road highway 93 literally goes right up against like the foothills of the mountains yeah and it's mountains on one side open plains on the other side yep. so yeah wind is is i think they even have some signs that are like yeah. caution high wind conditions yeah i mean at least it's not snowing out yeah well don't do you know i mean knock on some wood real quick um you may also hear a cat meowing in the background because babka is being a bit of a Oh wow. my god, that's so good. That was amazing. Thank you, Bobka. <laughs> yes, um, Bobka's being a pain in the butt right now. Yeah, with the wind, she can't go outside and she's getting a little bit stir crazy, I yeah. imagine. Um speaking speaking of Bobka. Yeah, what's up? I have a I have a fun little story to tell. Ooh, go for so, it. So um my parents have been in Costa Rica since a week ago Tuesday. So for the past week and a half or so. Sure. An amount of time. Um and when they are out of town, especially for a prolonged period of time, they have a cat, too. Her name is Mitzi. And Bobka and Mitzi get along shockingly well. So they're not a Bobka and Meow situation? No, no. Like, that's why I was kind of surprised at how much Bobka hated Meow. Because right. she gets along with Mitzi just fine. Anyway, so when they're out of town for a prolonged period of time, instead of bouncing back and forth, I just kind of move into my parents' place. They're in Boulder. They're 10 minutes away. I bring Bobka over there with me and and it's fine. It's it you know, it works out. So yesterday um my parents are getting home yesterday, Thursday, and I am, you know, packing things up, getting back over here and and whatnot, and I get Bobka back over here probably like nine o'clock at night. Their plane is coming in, I think at eleven. I was gonna go pick them up pick them up at the airport. I uh, real quick, eleven PM. PM. Yes. Okay. Ooh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. Well, it's why I was gonna get them because Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially uh, after coming from Costa Rica. They right. Like tired. I don't think the bus is even running that late. No. Well, like they, I think they, they could went to the, like one, but yeah. yeah. Well, they could take the train to downtown Denver. It would have been a, a nightmare. Anyway, so I basically have packed all my stuff up. I have moved back into my house. I have Bobka with me. She's back home. She's quite happy. I am driving back to my parents' house to pick up a couple of things. I'm looking at the flight. They're not getting back until Monday. Not Thursday. Not yesterday. They get back Monday. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened. Like, like massive brain fart. Did you always think it was Thursday? Yes. Oh, you just, okay. I don't, I like, I don't know why I just thought it was Thursday. I have no idea why I thought it was Thursday. But did, did did your parents give you like one of those flight confirmation oh, things? Yeah, yeah. And, and you just always thought it was third. Never I, even I, checked. No, I don't. I like. I don't understand what happened in my head. I think it's because I knew they were going to be gone for. I think they said they were going to be gone for like ten or eleven days. I I don't know. All I know is I'm driving back to my parents' house, 
I'm looking at the flight times. I'm so like, oh, shit. <laughs> and so, you know, the issue is if Bopka was still at my parents' house, I'd just be like, all right, screw it. I'll just move back in. But Bopka hates the car. Oh, yeah. And so. How far away is your parents from your house? Like 10 minutes. Okay. It's not bad. So I'm going to be bouncing back and forth for a couple of days. But it was just one of those moments where you're like, what? What is happening? Where is my head? And I, I ended up calling my sister um, and telling her this. And she's like, yeah, they're getting home Monday. What are you talking about? It's like, oh, how did no. you? What is going on? Um, so Bob goes home. Mitzi's at my parents' pl- place. You just gotta do a little bit more effort. And yeah, stuff. it's not the end of the world. I mean, Mitzi, she's got the automatic feeder like Bobka, and she's she'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. Like, cats are cats; they'll be fine, right? And like, I'll go over there tomorrow during the day and Sunday during the day and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, probably just, to watch games of some sort. Right. It was just. It was just those that that moment of trying to figure out what <laughs> just your happened. brain your brain fighting with everything else and i think sucks. uh partially so a similar uh frustrating story the day before so um the uh my synagogue i do their it work for them and we've been talking about getting them a new server so we finally on monday i ordered um a new synology server file server thing You've played with Synology, haven't you, a little bit? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, NAS, Network Attack Storage. Oh, okay, storage. okay, sure. Anyway, so A really, I, really cool box that can hold all of the stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so I ordered stuff on Amazon and whatnot, and um, it said a signature was going to be required upon delivery, okay. um, which is always a pain in the butt. However, Amazon has this cool thing now where they have lockers throughout cities, and they will deliver to these oh, secure yeah, yeah, lockers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so you do a, that? Yeah, I did that. How, was it- good well convenient in a sense it, it, it would have been um well oh, no well two things one again complete brain brain fart i chose the locker by my house not my parents house parents by you what you mean the synagogue no my parents like my actual like because i was going to just take it home with me and get it set up at home oh first. oh i see i see but you okay okay yeah you, you've confused me with timelines here. Yeah, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. would have been more convenient to have it at your parents' house because you were currently staying there because exactly, of the cats. Exactly, yes. So not the end of the world that it was by me. Like I said, we were like 10 minutes away. Um. Anyway, so um. yesterday was Thursday, right? Yeah, because that was the day that you were going to pick your parents up. Yeah, you okay. So then this Monday. was Tuesday. Um, I get a, uh, a text from... Uh, the office manager at the synagogue because i use their amazon account and whatnot that uh packages have been delivered here's the code to get into the locker because the way the lockers work is you just type in a code and it opens the locker for you and yeah, yeah uh so um like sweet i went over there tuesday it was in the evening and only part of the package had been delivered and my so you basically went through all this effort to try to look, do the something new and just found out oh well it was like it you know, for whatever reason, they were coming from different parts or different. Sure. I think one was coming from like the Amazon warehouse near here. and then, Which means it's going to be there basically the same day. Right, exactly. So I was like, all right, whatever. I made it, you know, an unnecessary trip, not the end of the world. Uh, so then the next day I get another uh, text from her saying, um, I just got another email from Amazon with another, you know, code for the package. I'm like, okay, the other part of the package must have been great, delivered. Great, great, yeah. So um, I head over there. It's probably like, one one thirty in the afternoon or so and i get there and i type in the code and i get a little error message technical error has occurred what does that mean i don't know so i was like let's try this again 
type the code in again. Same issue. Did, so okay. there's a there's a number to call. I was going to ask. Um, and uh, they actually answered right away, and it was an Amazon number. And I told them what was going on, and she's looking it up. You know, and she's asking like, you know, are there any oh, lockers no. open? Like, no, I don't see anything. She's like, all right, let me, you know, give me give me the order information. Let me look a little more deep, deep. And she's looking, and then he's like, so I'm showing it hasn't been delivered yet. I was like, wait, what? I, we got an email that it had been delivered. And she's looking, looking and like, no, it's still out on the UPS truck. It hasn't come in yet. I'm like, all right, well, that's weird and frustrating. So the person who gave you the code doesn't quite understand how this works. Or Let's... maybe, and I'm not sure if Amazon sent another email just reminding you to pick it up. I'm not really maybe sure. Maybe she saw the previous email. Maybe. So I was like, all right, well, crap. Whatever. So I. So now you've wasted your time going to this place twice. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I'll go. I don't know. I ran a few errands. I went back home. Uh, and it was like, you know, four, four or five o'clock. And I looked and like, I wonder if it's come yet. And it had been delivered. It delivered 10 minutes after I left. No. Yeah. That's so, the, I know. It's just like, come on. The number of times I order something and it, something usually decently expensive. So, I, you know, I don't want it to sit in front of my apartment uh, right, door right. for a very long time. And as I'm leaving for work, I notice the it's it's nine spots away. And then I have that internal debate. Ooh, do I just wait for the next bus and try to get my package? Or do I just let this somewhat expensive thing sit in my doorstep? for the next eight eight hours or so yeah it's problematic so actually i wanted to circle back towards the conversation the the story about missing flights and stuff yes so when i was in college i had a friend who basically never flew mm. um she lived in in uh montana for most of her life more mm -hmm. or less and hadn't actually gone out much her dad lived in seattle and so one year while i was in college she was given the gift of of tickets to come visit her uh, visit her dad in Seattle. Obviously on a plane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, this was like one her for first time ever flying. Mm -hmm. It just so happened that um, this is from where'd you go to school? This was in uh, Helena, Montana. Okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 And so this was it's around. A, it's a short flight, but yeah, it's uh, it's about two hours. Is it really that yeah. far? Wow. It's oh. honestly, it's oddly enough about the same distance is time wise um, from Denver to Spokane or Seattle huh. because the plane size. Oh, yeah, yeah. Helena is such sense. a small airport yeah, that you that can makes... only get these like really small Learjet things. Oh, that actually is not great for a first flight. No. Well, so that. Well, OK, we'll get to that. OK. Um. So being a nice friend, I decided to drive her to the airport and kind of show her some of the ropes as much as I could, because, you know, this is post 9-11 world where I can only ever see her up to the ticket counter and that's it. Right, 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 right. The world sucks. Yep. Anyways. um. So we go to the ticket counter. Uh, oh, I should also mention this is also about the same time Christmas was happening. So I was going to be driving out the next day anyway. So I was like, anyways. so we go to the ticket counter and she types in her confirmation code and it pops up. It's like code not valid or like code not found that kind of stuff. Types it again, like three or four times, finally calls over one of the uh, assistants there and they look up the code and they're like, this is this is for tomorrow. It's like, oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, in Spokane. We were in Helena. Wait, what? Yeah. Her dad booked the wrong yeah, her, city? Her dad didn't understand. Oh, you know what? Shoot. I'm telling the story wrong. Okay. So here's here's what okay. actually happened. Okay. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> I got to get it straightened in your mind. I, it, this was like 10 so years ago, man. So we've got Seattle, Spokane, and Helena. Yeah. Th those are the three major players yes. here. I got to think of how this worked out. Because 
the end of the story is I ended up driving her to to Seattle. Yes. Okay. Okay. Here's what okay. happened. Okay. We were I'm on the we edge were, of my seat here. So sorry. This is bad. We probably should delete all of this, but we're just going to keep my stammering, not no, knowing how to tell I don't a story. Think, I mean, there. it's yeah. So what happened it's part was of the story. She's so bad at airplane travel. She doesn't realize that it's something that you have to give a lot of time ahead to to actually succeed. Right. You have and to get so to the whole, airport. Yeah. Like not just get to the airport ahead of time, but also like book the ticket ahead of time. All or? that kind of stuff. So the ticket already existed. It was okay. all fine. Um. So she she goes to get to to the airport and it's in like, Helena or Spokane. Helena. This okay. Is, we're in Helena right now. Okay. I know it's confusing because we've already screwed up at least twice. And by you, by we, we mean you. Hey, we're all telling the story here together. This is a collaborative effort. Effort. Podcasts yes. are not single things. Uh huh. I'm just asking clarifying questions. Thank you, because if you did, if you weren't there, I'd be rambling on for days. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so we're in Helena. Yes. We're in Helena, and she says, "Oh, by the way, I, I got to catch my flight in like a half hour. Not packed. Nothing. Oh my god. And." The nice thing is it's Helena Airport, which has basically one security check and like three lanes. Okay. So it's it's not a very hard thing to do. Um, but we basically just book into my car and drive over to the airport as fast as possible. Um, this whole fiasco with the trying to check in and stuff fails miserably. She misses the flight because uh, she's already running so late. Oh, already running so late. Got it. Okay. Um, so all of you are going to get a kick out of this. Um, there was about a... Uh, I don't know five minute gap in here because Jeff suddenly realizes he's not quite sure how the story ends, but we're gonna try and piece it together. I have no idea. This is like one of the saddest. So my like viewpoint of life is life is a series of stories, and yeah, if yeah, you yeah, can yeah. tell stories, it's doesn't matter if something good or bad happens as long as a good story comes out of it. And so the fact that I can't remember how the story goes, and at one point thought this is fucking hilarious. Well, okay, so I'm so, gonna I'm gonna see if I can't help here by asking some some okay, insightful and clarifying questions. Okay, so we're in Helena. Yes, yeah, we. I know the story starts with Helena, and I remember her being very late because we, we were very stressed. Okay, so you're very late. Um, she's very late. She's I'm very late. You get to the airport. Yes. Um, had she already missed her flight at this point, or was it a see, check-in see, there's issue? There's two parts of the story that I, like there's two ways the story can diverge. Okay. Either she had the flight, she made it on time, okay. but the flight wasn't to Seattle, it was to Spokane. Okay. Or- Why would it have been to Spokane? I don't remember. That's okay. the thing. Like, I, I remember, there's there's three elements so, to the story. Okay, so what, what what does Spokane have to do with this story? I live in Spokane. But she has nothing to do with Spokane, Correct. right? Okay. But here, let me, let me tell you the three elements that I remember from the story. One, she was late to her flight, that caused some sort of commotion. Right. Two- I had to do something with her in Spokane to help her succeed in this journey. And three, her dad, when she booked the flight, booked it to the wrong city. Okay, so here's here's my my theory on okay, what happened. Okay, go for it. What's your rendition of my story? <laughs> um, she doesn't know how to fly. She's running so late. You get to Helena. She misses the flight. Oh, crap. You are driving home to Spokane. Yes. So you guys decide, all right, you know what? I'm leaving today or whatever. Come to Spokane with me. Then you can fly from Spokane to Seattle. It's going to be a shorter flight. This is the story that I was thinking it was going to be. You get to Spokane. You get her to the airport. And suddenly you realize her dad booked the ticket from Helena, not Spokane. Like he booked another ticket from Helena. No, because it was definitely that's like that's close. That has most of the elements. And honestly, that would have made a perfectly sufficient story. 
but it's not what actually happened and this is a i'm sorry like i don't know how podcast listeners are going to feel about this but i'm finding this absolutely hilarious I, and i'm finding it terrifying right i am my memories what am i if i can't remember i know i i've 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 had those moments where you're like trying to figure out and this was this was like 10 years ago now uh let me think so it was in college it would have been junior senior year so it's like, it's only like six, six, seven years ago. All right. Um, um, have you had an MRI recently? Well, you know, no. Or a CAT scan? No. But, I'm, you know, yeah. my memories well, okay, are really well, here's, here's, here's another question for you. Um, when you are cleaning Meow's litter box, um, do you wear a face mask? No. And do you clean your f- hands afterward? Well, yes, that second one, obviously. So there is crap, literally, in their crap. There's There's some not so good bacteria that you can actually breathe in i'm i'm going with i think you're losing your mind because you're cat. yeah that's really think, where i'm going with this. i don't think that i think what's actually going wrong is i'm remembering two parts of the story one that i thought happened and one that didn't and they're conflicting and it's not causing the story to line up correctly. interesting but yeah so do you the, have an idea at least kind of how this resolved yeah, she eventually got to where her her dad lives did you take her there or did she fly no, there I, the, like i said the things that i know are concrete are her being late at the Helena airport. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if she successfully got onto the plane or not. Okay. Then I remember her and I hanging out in Spokane while we we're waiting for another flight. Okay. And I don't know if that other flight was because her dad mistakenly booked it to Spokane instead of Seattle. Which would be really Which would be weird, weird. if he lives in Seattle. It's right. possible he doesn't live in Seattle. Interesting. See, I remember Are there you being still in a, touch with this friend? Uh, No, not mm. anymore, unfortunately. Uh, that's literally what I was thinking while we were paused is I have no way of recur- re- recreating the story. Man. So so another another key aspect is I remember very specifically that the reason part of this fiasco happened was because her dad doesn't have a good understanding of geography and assumed Seattle and Spokane were next to each other. Interesting. And I think it had something okay, to do with. So then maybe. OK, I think. Yes. Yeah. OK. I think what happened was she missed her flight in Helena and I was to drive her to Spokane. Her dad thinking that. Oh, yes. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. All right. Okay, okay. All right. All right. So she missed her flight in Spoke here. She missed her flight in Helena. I, being a nice person, offered her to drive to Spokane, Spokane. which is a bigger airport and would most F- likely have more flights. FYI, Spokane is in Washington, as is Seattle. They're just not close to each they're other. They're not. They're like five hours apart. Yeah. So with this new plan in mind, her dad, who doesn't live in Spokane or Seattle, lives somewhere on the East Coast, probably. Okay. Um, on the East Coast. Yeah, that's the opposite of Washington, right? Are you? The- yeah. So like New York area. Okay. Her dad. Like wait. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very I've, confused now. The reason I remember this now. So so what happened was her dad lived somewhere on the East Coast, okay. pretty far away. Okay. Originally, he bought the ticket from Helena to wherever he lives in the East Coast. Okay. She misses that flight. Got it. I say, hey, oh, I we, we try to look for new flights, but because Helena is a small airport, there are no flights out. Got it. But they're, they're worse from Spokane. Spokane's a bigger airport. Yes. You were going there anyway, so come with me to Spokane. Exactly. We'll book a flight out of Spokane. And here's where that last bit of detail comes in. He, he booked it out of Seattle. Yes, you got it. Got it. Yes. All oh, right. We figured it so out. so good. <gasps> I, I hope you all enjoyed this story. So to sum up, <laughs> to sum up this, I think we've been talking for about 15 minutes on this. Maybe <sighs> maybe 10. Um, You have a friend. Her father lives somewhere on the East Coast, New York, Boston, whatever. whatever. It whatever. doesn't matter. Books a flight from Helena. We miss it. I drive she's, it she's never flown before. She doesn't understand how airports work. Yep. She misses the flight because of um, not being ready. Yeah. Okay. So you can't, because it's Helena, there isn't another flight anytime soon. 
you're driving to Spokane because you're going home. Spokane has a bigger airport. Yes. So it's like, okay, come with me to Spokane. We'll get you another flight out of Spokane. We'll get you there. You get to Spokane. You get her to the the uh, airport. The airport. Realize- she goes to check in with yes. the confirmation number, and it's not working. Yep. And so you get somebody to come over who's like, this is the wrong airport. Yes. And and here's here's what I re- I just remember this as well. Um, her flight was earlier in the day, so I had to drive from Helena earlier in the day to get to her in time. When we got there, it was the wrong flight. So she stayed, not stayed the night, but she, we, she got a flight from Spokane at like midnight. Okay. And so we just hung out for the whole day. That's why I remember that part got of the story it. as well. So she ended up flying out of Spokane. She ended up flying out of Spokane to whatever East oh Coast my. area. So, so at this point, her dad has probably paid for three flights? More or less. Wow. So if, from what I remember, their, their relationship was a bit strained and like he was not. He was super well off, I guess. Uh, I mean, obviously, well off enough to. Honestly, that part of the story doesn't. Uh, this now is the story that I'm going to be telling. This, right. The story of, of holy crap, my how brain did I forget work. about this? That uh, that is, I, however, hilarious and probably for her terrifying. Well, yeah, because it was her first time flying. I remember it being very traumatic and right. being like, "Don't worry, this kind of stuff happens all the time." And then secretly being like, "I've never missed a flight I've in my life." I've never missed a flight either. <sighs> um. I'm just flying in general. When you think about it, it's a giant pain in the ass. I cannot wait. And I don't know if it'll actually happen, but I cannot wait until flying is as easy as taking the bus. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen because of security. Well, I think it might. I think once we get to the point where flying planes are more or less autonomous, which so so there's basically a couple hurdles that we have to overcome. One is flying is probably the most uh poor thing for the environment because oh, you're literally dumping um uh exhaust up in the atmosphere as opposed to down here with cars it gets kind of like reflected down it's fine yeah yeah yeah. so first things first we oh, got to get electric oh. planes hold on what's up um did you hear about the crazy thing that happened in la a few days ago with a no. plane what happened so um not a lot of people know this but when planes come in for a landing most of them actually they have more fuel than they need just in case uh-huh and um for oh, safety it? reasons, they they dump the fuel when they're decently high up, and it will evaporate, evaporate to the, the atmosphere. Air. Yeah. Um, because if something happens when they land, you don't want to have a you know a bunch of excess fuel that yeah. will explode on you. So um, this was a day or two ago, um, and I don't know all the details. I heard about it on NPR. Was it um, an emergency landing? Of there some was sort? an emergency landing. Yeah. Of, I think it was a, a plane like left out of LAX. And something happened and they had to turn right back immediately around. Immediately around. And they had a you know a ton of fuel left. They're also really low to the ground. Because it was, it was an international trip, I remember that. I think so. That's the reason why they had so much fuel. Right. And so they had to empty the fuel out. Well, A, they have a lot more fuel than normal. B, they're a lot lower than normal. C, they are not on any normal flight path. They emptied the fuel over a school. Oh, shit. While kids were out at recess. So and, every, all the kids are like, it's raining. Ah, it and burns. like, I mean, and there's videos of like just sheets of fuel falling down. Did it actually it, make it to the the? Oh, school? kids got covered. It oh, was a shit. whole mess. They had the hazmat teams out there. Nobody, everybody's fine. Like the fuel, it's it it's a skin, it's an irritant, but like nobody died or anything. Yeah. But yeah, it was this kind of crazy story. Now, of course, there's this investigation of what happened, and it's like shit happens and. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the scary thing with a electric well, it, plane, however, is like it's a lot easier to have extra fuel than well, like also, an extra battery. You got to keep way. in mind that once we get to the point where an electric plane is a, a thing that exists, that problem will have to have been solved. 
Right. Like, hopefully. When I say electric plane, I don't mean a kind that uses technologies that we use. Now. Right. I mean, a lithium ion battery would have to be probably For, heavier than the plane itself is. I was like, going to say, yeah, lithium ion batteries probably won't be the chemistry that they use just because no. it's, it's charge density isn't good enough. No, and I like, and the problem is, is most batteries that have a better charge density than lithium ion are not rechargeable. Well, there's either that or they're far more dangerous. That's true, too. Um, or they don't have longevity. Right. Now, Being a battery scientist, I know a lot yes. about these yes. things. We could do hydrogen fuel cells because hydrogen is perfectly fine. Yeah. Doesn't that seems explode like a, at all. No, it seems like a terrible idea yeah. for planes, especially. It, well, I guess it is a lower oxygen environment, but true. The plane it's, more is entirely lines, it's it's more along the lines of if something happens. Like, yeah. You know, if well, they. If, and, Fail safe is an idea, right? Like, yeah. you have to make sure that if it does fail, it fails safe. Right. Like, you almost need, like, an ejection, you know? Hmm. To eject the battery and then so just kind of glide is, to so the ground. So, this is, this is my thought. Except for then the battery becomes a bomb that heads towards the ground. Mm, that's true. Yeah, it's a bit... Yeah. You know, some children getting covered in, in jet fuel is not a problem. Children getting splattered by like, a giant lithium battery, yeah. that would be an issue. Well, I was going to say what you could Parachutes. do is you could have, like, a hybrid plane, basically, where there is a... um. Uh, like a fuel backup and it uses a hydrogen fuel cell for the yeah. electricity and if in an emergency it can eject the hydrogen fuel cell and go to the the battery the uh the the fuel backup but then you are literally launching a hydrogen bomb yeah see i think it'd be far better you throw um some parachutes on that lithium-ion battery there so right. that it's safer yeah um and then what's really cool is since the lithium-ion battery would probably be a majority of the weight of the plane, uh, <laughs> you can just glide. Just glide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is just too complicated. I may be a it, battery scientist. We're turning into like an aerospace kind of non-reusable parts. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I may be a battery scientist, but I'm not an aerosci- aerospace scientist. Yeah, an aerospace. No, it's... No, not well, it's actually, I mean, planes are kind of interesting. Um, yes, planes are kind of interesting. Because, like, I mean, you, the entire design of a plane... The fuselage, the pe- where people are, yeah, yeah. is completely useless. It does not do anything for lift. Oh, oh, yeah, it, it, useless in terms of the physics. I was like, well, it has some use. It's right, the transport part like, of the plane. Right, it, like they like the wing is what you need. The problem, however, there are a lot of um, uh, designs for like basically a giant wing. The yeah. plane is just one giant wing. Yeah. Um. The problem with that is, and I never thought about this until I read an article, is the reason the planes are designed the way they are now is when a plane turns, it banks. Uh-huh. Yep. But everybody's sitting like right in the, in the center point of where it's banking. So you may kind of like, obviously, you're oh tilting God, a little bit. Oh, my God, that'd be so good if you're on the outer side of the wing. Exactly. Oh. So if you have just a giant wing and you're on the edge of the wing, suddenly like you are shifting down like <laughs> God knows how many feet in a very short amount of time. See, those those would be the seats that either cost a lot more for right. the thrill seekers or a lot, a lot less. less for the it's like it you know you have like one side of the plane is like the first class you know thrill seekers and the other is for the people who are forgot to book you know also i imagine if they if it was this design where you basically have a teeter-totter of people you'd have to be a lot more careful about weight distribution absolutely not you can't just, have all the kids on one side right. well not just weight distribution but you know keeping luggage in place yeah you yeah. have to have a lot of compartments so the luggage doesn't move which is why the design never caught on which yeah. was like i never thought about it because i always thought that's a perfect design because huh. you know the fuselage right now is just kind of empty weight yeah it's it's yeah it's just bringing you down to to get the goal right um the other thing oh shoot uh yeah, so one of the other things that when I when I got into this career of modeling shit mm-hmm. um, that I 
I saw a simulation of of Wayne going over a wing. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. really cool. The thing that made me go, "Oh crap, that's concerning," is the amount of deflection in wings. Oh, like, yeah, the flex. You yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. Like when you're flying, the wings are basically you know a good there, twenty degrees up. There is a crazy video of um, I think it's the seven eighty seven, the Dreamliner. Um, so most airplanes are aluminum. Aluminum is a great material, but it is a little heavy. Um, the Dreamliner is um, a lot of um, composite material. So there's fiberglass and um, carbon fiber and a lot of stuff that weighs a lot less. Uh, but, but it sounds also, like it's a lot more brittle. It's brittle and it flexes more. But there is this crazy video of a literally a flex test for the airplane. Yeah. Of you see the wings like kind of flat. And then they get higher, yeah, and then they yeah, get higher, yeah. and then they get higher, and the tip of the wing is above the fuselage. Yeah. Well, so it makes a lot of sense, because if you think about it, what's holding the plane up is the wing. Exactly. And as, as thin as they are, they need to be, be flexible, otherwise... Otherwise, they'll just break. Crack. Like, you know, you yeah. think, like... Way the, too much stress on the, right, on the joints. Right, especially, like, with turbulence or any kind of wind, like... Um, but it was, just, it was just crazy to actually see the simulations, and then after the next flight I took... Mm-hmm. I took a photo of the the wing on the ground, and then I took a photo in flight, and yeah, sure enough, it is yeah. highly deflected. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, did you ever uh, fly with Anthony? Fly with Anthony? Anthony, by the way, was my old roommate. Um, uh, no, he had friend. his pilot's license. Did you ever? Oh no, I never did. So um, um, our friend Anthony mildly regret that. Yeah. So he had a, he got a pilot's license, and um, one year, and this is actually the, I have another story for another time. Oh, I think um, I know that story. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> write I, that shit down. That's yeah, good I stuff. Know. Um, anyway, so, uh, one time, um, I, we went, I went up with him, we flew to steamboat, which is up in the mountains, uh, for breakfast, which was really cool. Oh, that's fun. And, um, so yeah, it was like an hour flight and like, I am not afraid of heights. Um, an airplane turbulence doesn't bother me really oh, at this all. This is a Cessna, which is, you know, pretty it's, small. It's a lot smaller. And so when you hit turbulence in a Cessna, it is terrifying I bet. because, you know, in, in a big plane, you hit turbulence, even if like you're moving around, you know, a few feet here and there, it is so spread out that it's just bumpy usually. Yeah. yeah. With this, you drop a foot and you're like, holy crap, yes. you just dropped a foot because the whole plane drops at once. Yeah. Yeah. You basically you hit a pro- uh, a pocket of low pressure and the plane just goes down. Yeah. What's what's I've had that happen on like big planes before. And I'm always like, whoo. the nice thing about having a big plane is you have uh, uh, stewardess. What is the word? Uh, flight attendants. Flight attendants. Thank you. I couldn't stewardess think of the word. is the uh, the old sexist term. Yeah, I couldn't think of what the word was. I was like, what is that term that doesn't make me sound like an ass? Yeah, it's like you know, secretary and uh, and office assistant. assistant. Yeah. Anyways, so the stewardess was sexist uh, bastard. <laughs> I, I said that specifically to get you. Okay. Um. So whenever the, there's a lot of turbulence, if you're ever kind of scared, just look to the flight attendant. Right. And if they're just like continuing doing their stuff, you know you're all good. Yeah. It's, but the instant well, the that they, the minute, pu- yeah, the minute they like sit down or look like, a little Uh-oh. terrified, like oh my god, we're going to die. Shit just got real. But yeah. the problem with the Cessna is the only person that you have to rely on is uh, Anthony. Right. And I so, mean, and the thing with planes in general is they are designed to stay up. Like that's the whole design. Yep. Um. But small planes have a lot. They get less, tossed around. Yeah, and like, and you're and and they stay up still. But Dang, now I really regret not going because that would really have. Uh, it was, it was the for me the worst part was I started getting motion sick. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And what's interesting, so I, I'm a lot better than I used to be, but I used to get car sick or bus sick on the drop of a hat. Um, I still boat sick. Seasickness is just awful. 
Um, planes usually though, even in turbulence, I don't get that sick. Um, just because the the motion is so spread out. Yeah. You know, but but when it's a Cessna, it's, it's like it's like you yeah. feel everything, and um, it's like uh, being on a tu- uh, being on a, a rowboat in the right. ocean. Well, and on a regular plane, like you can get up and walk around if you need to. You can go to the bathroom if you have to. On a Cessna, I mean, basically the the cabin of a Cessna is about the size of just a, like a sedan. It was this was this a four four person or two? Uh, it was a four person. So there was you know two in the front, two in the back, and you are assuming we're the side. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't a Cessna. It was in the same you know. Category, Don't worry, I'm sure someone will correct us. Yeah, when Anthony listens to this, he'll send me a, a text hope. message, and we'll have to put an addendum in our next one. Right. So, Anthony, when you listen to this, remind me of what plane we flew. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with Cessna. Yeah, and of course, it's also a propeller, so it doesn't have jet engines, for, yeah. which is a good thing because that would have been terrifying. <laughs> I'm just imagining something that size with jet engines. Yeah. We would have gotten to Steamboat in like 20 minutes and probably been dead. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, the only reason I even know what a Cessna is is because of Flight Simulator 2000. Oh, that was a good game. Yeah, that was like a, they used that game for like actual real flight simulation. Oh man, have you ever seen some of those images where people have built their own like yeah, simulator yeah, 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 and yeah. just uh, an entire dashboard of buttons that all know. connect to the program? And it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the other thing is uh, in the plane like it had a crazy dashboard, not as crazy as a like a like an airline a commercial plane, airliner, but yeah but it's still just like i understand why you have to go like to classes and whatnot not because you think about like when you're when you're up in the air like there's not a lot of obstacles you're going to run into but there's a lot if something goes bad it goes bad yeah well it's another one of those things like you want stuff to fail safe if that stuff fails it's not super safe yeah but, um, uh, yeah, so to continue on with funny plane stories, I feel like that's, that's, that's kind a good of, thing. This, this is kind of our at. podcast today. It's, it's funny, it's funny plane, plane stories. stories. We'll have to um, think of a good title. So this was a few years ago. Uh, I have a niece. She's now six and a half. Her name is Dahlia. She's absolutely adorable. Um, she's also pretty sure of herself. Like even when she was younger, like she just, she, she had this air of, um, confidence, confidence. Yes. So, um, my sister was out in California and my brother-in-law and my niece were meeting her out there. And so my brother-in-law was flying with my niece for the first time alone. And um, flight's fine. It's totally fine. They're getting off the plane and my brother-in-law is getting all the baggage and uh, Dahlia's following behind him. And he gets off the plane and he looks behind him and there is no Dahlia. She walks straight into the cockpit. <laughs> she nice. just walked right to the cockpit. and. <laughs> Um, you know, it was great though. Is like she's a little kid, so the the uh, the pilots were fine, and they thought it was hilarious. And they and the flight attendants were watching as she just kind of just kept going straight. Like I know where I'm going. So they got some cool pictures of her in the cockpit. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, but it was just I kind of wish I was there because I can picture her doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um. So I'm actually thinking we should wrap up. What are we at? We're at 35 minutes, but it's getting close to the time people actually, are coming that, over. Oh, okay. That's fair. But I, this is actually a perfect amount of time. Uh, so I sent you a, a link, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is actually very fitting for our our, our podcast. Um, so before you look at the link, okay. please tell me you didn't look like it yet. I, not, I've, okay, I okay. see the link. I don't have actually haven't look, clicked on it. So yet, what but. the link is, it's uh, a, a survey went out mm-hmm. that you rate the badness or goodness of words okay so in in other words i give you a word you tell me uh one if it's 
bad like, like how bad it is what do you mean like it's an actual like a bad word like no, no, a bad, bad isn't like literally the the like moist no like definitionally bad okay like so this this like word homicide. means bad no 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 this word means bad so so examples are like bad poor okay satisfactory fine interesting and people rate those on a scale from from one to ten okay where one is this is the absolute the worst thing you could possibly say to mean bad Okay. And 10 okay. Is, this okay. is the best word that could mean good. Okay. It's kind okay. of a, it's kind of an esoteric sort of a scale, but so it, kind of like sad, happy, like sad is bad, happy is well. So like so for instance, average would be you'd give that score of a, probably a five. five. Yeah. Okay. Or should, you'd should give, I click you'd on give it a yet? word bad. So so what I wanted to ask you is the two questions on a scale from uh, one to ten. Mm-hmm. What would you give a score of the of a word like bad? I mean, where does bad fall on the scale from one to ten? Because, I mean, you got to keep in mind, there's other words that are that mean worse than bad. Right. Well, and it's interesting because bad can also mean good. Like well, something like that's we're, we're talking strictly dictionary connotation here um, where bad is bad. So one is bad, right? Well, one is the bad scale. Like you're literally on a scale from one to ten. You're dropping the word bad on that scale. Probably, where does it go? Probably like a because like it literally means bad like (laughs) it is like the definition of bad is yeah bad so the rating for bad is uh 2.6 okay yeah you did pretty good i was gonna say something like terrible i would probably say is like a two 1.75 okay pretty good what do you say say is the baddest bad word (sighs) is it a singular word not like yeah all of these well actually some of them are, are doubles but they're like pretty bad or quite bad but the um, the final one is is a single word. Okay, so let's think. Um, we've got awful. Awful. Do you want to give a guess at where that one is? Awful is probably in the like the two ish range. One point seven two. Yeah. Um, bad, awful, terrible, horrible. Well, where do you think horrible is? Horrible is probably like in the one point something range. Uh, well, I'm I'm sorry to tell you this. It's not on this list. Okay. Um, terrible but, is which what you about? Who's god awful on there? Uh, no. God awful um, is not. Horrendous? Ooh, that would have been a really good one on there, but no. Okay, so we're looking at, like, there's a word that's at one on the scale. Well, it's at, it's at 1.21, okay. so, and that is the, the lowest it goes. And it's a single word? It's a single word. How long is the word? Like, is it? It is seven letters long. Seven letters long. What letter does it start with? A. A. Okay. Atro- no, atrocious is... That's not even on there. Uh, it's seven letters. It starts with an A. Do you want me to just tell you? Yeah. It's abysmal. Oh, that's a good word. According according to this survey, abysmal is the worst word. So. So, worst definition. Do you want to take a guess at the, the best word? Or, so, or do you want to um, actually look at the list? Abysmal. Do, you watched Friends, right? Yeah, I watched Friends. There was an episode where Joey kept using abysmal in very much the wrong way. Oh, he yeah. kept using it as a good word. Well. It's like, it's abysmal. Anyways. Everyone disagrees with him. Do you want to try to take a guess at the, the best word? The best word. Yep. Is it best? I'll give you a hint. Best is not on the list. Okay. The best because good word. Because best, here, what, I, I thought, why would it be, why is it not on the list? Uh, probably the, for the same reason why better isn't. Right, because it could mean like the best terrible thing. Well, I was thinking more along the lines of it's, I guess they're all relative. Amazing. Actually, I'm surprised best isn't on here. Amazing? Amazing is, uh, where is it? I'm going to say that's an eight not on there amazing is not on there okay uh what about like happy well th- again not a word that's actually on this list okay. this is it's like an adjective that means anyways the 
the best word is perfect. Oh, you want to that makes with sense a, with a nine point uh, right. It's perfect. Six. It's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't know why you wouldn't rate that a ten. That's really interesting. Oops, sorry, pop the mic. But yeah, if you want to take a look at that list, it's kind of cool. Just I will. It gives I will you a scale a link. for how bad bad is. Like it's pretty fun. Uh, average, by the way, got a five point oh nine, which is very disappointing. I would have really wanted it to be a. It four. should have been a five. Uh, I mean, a uh, a uh, uh, five. Actually, oh, really? it should be a making me log in to view the whole thing. Why am I not logged? Uh, it actually average should be a um five and a half because the scale goes from one to ten. Mm, that's true. That's but, true. You know, five zero. But people don't think that, and you probably can only guess. Oh, actually, there is a zero. Oh. I'm wrong. What's a zero? Is abysmal zero? No, zero is um one point. Uh, abysmal was one point one two. Huh. Is there anything below it? No. Huh. Now this could be just like a summary of the words, but anyways. I was going to say, like, if I were to choose, this is, I, I hope I don't offend anybody, but if I were to choose, like, the worst, like, the Definitionally worst bad word would, would probably be either, either rape or genocide. Well, that's bad word. I'm, I, honestly, atrocious was a really good one that you said. Yeah, but, like, a word that literally just means bad. Well, yeah. But it doesn't. Like, like atrocious Genocide is, doesn't mean bad. No, I, no I get It is bad. Right. No, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, it is something bad, but it does not necessarily mean, mean yeah. bad. Yeah, interesting. Like, how would you describe your day? It was fine. Yeah, it, that's yeah. what I mean. It's a word that could describe ah, a day. I like this. Ah, oh, that's a great word. What? Rubbish. Rubbish, yeah. That's a great, yeah. I almost made that one my 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 final word, but everyone knows rubbish. Yeah. No, rubbish. Like it has that. multiple definition, definitions, though. I also like unsatisfactory as a 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's interesting that bad is below quite bad or pretty bad. Yeah, that is interesting. Or somewhat. Yeah. Interesting. It, I just thought it's a really cool data set. We'll link it down yeah. below. Um, cool. All right. Yeah. Speaking so of word, words. Yeah. It's time for the final word. It is which indeed. I'm curious if you'll actually know what this word is. Okay. I'm guessing you probably will, but it's something that uh, I was in New York uh, a couple years ago and saw this on a sign and had no idea what it meant and had no idea what to do with it. Okay. I feel like I might know where you're going with this. The word is mezzanine. Uh, mezzanine. Yes. That's, uh, in a um, it's like the uh, the middle tier in an opera house or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it's basically it's a middle floor between first and second usually. Yeah. Um, I was getting on the subway and it was giving you instructions on where to get information and it was at the mezzanine and I was like, well, really? that sucks. I have no idea what that is. It said that on the subway. Yeah, it was somewhere in there or it was like interesting. You were at mezzanine, whatever. It, it basically huh, gave I me some what sort station of instructions. You were at. That's very fancy. And that, and that was the first time I actually looked it up and I was like, oh, because I'd heard it in songs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and I'd, yeah. I'd always known this was a word that existed, but interesting mezzanine. There you go. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this rather off the cuff podcast. Yeah, I'm really liking this kind of format. A yeah, bit more. We're, we're playing around with things. We're not necessarily, obviously, as you can tell, not necessarily doing the uh, the three topic thing at the moment, but we'll see where we'll, we'll see where it takes us. Yeah, I think this right. was pretty natural. So uh, you guys have a good rest of your day.